Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Puff. Sip. How do you like my new radio voice, Puff? <laughs> I ain't saying shit to you. Stop talking like that. <laughs> this is the Sipster on your one and two, rocking the mic. Holy <laughs> long podcast. <laughs> do you know how much effort it takes to come up with these new entrees every time? Yeah. So much work. I'm sure. I'm Sip. You can call me Sippy for short. I'm Puff. What's that noise? That's an interesting noise. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, hey (laughs) y'all. That's right, we are recording. Hey everybody. We're, um, here on a Monday night. Yep, it's March the 23rd. Um, about 9.19 p.m. We're located in sunny Philadelphia. (laughs) Was it sunny? Yeah, it was sunny today. Yeah, it's pretty cold now. It's going to continue to drop (laughs) and kind of shoot back up at the end of the week. And yesterday, I didn't even have a coat on, but today I was all bundled up. Yeah. I've been keeping my coat on. trying to get sick at the last hour yeah. the last hour of winter or whatever winter slash spring yeah. so I keep my coat on so anyway we're back to give y'all this part two in our relationship series and since we've been you know having these serious topics I figure maybe we could hit something fun and exciting and funny humorous for their episode number 52 any ideas Offhand? Not at this particular moment, but what about what's up with Cloudwalker and Firecracker? Where, wh- what's going on? I don't know. They done dropped off the sip. Cloudwalker just uh, texted me. I texted her back. Yeah, she but was I mean on FB. Yeah, I don't. I haven't said any more about making doing a makeup show. Uh, <coughs> Y'all better get on the wagon. Stay on the wagon. So anyway, um. We thought we would let y'all know, give y'all an update on the home front, as we always do. Junior King rules. Absolutely. He rules, rules, rules. He rules. First today, he got his report card, and he has straight A's, 
and one B in handwriting. <laughs> and you know what? That's, That's good for him. That's like an A for him. Cause I, I didn't declare, know that, that was. It says writing. I didn't know that meant just the actual handwriting. I thought maybe it was yeah, like writing no. sentences, paragraphs. No, that goes in with the language, language arts. arts. Oh well, that That's is like strictly handwriting. Like neatness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's major that he got to be because yes. where he was last year and all the other years before that, the handwriting was atrocious. But, but see, mommy's been on it. Yeah. So it's coming along. So he got his report card. Proud. You know, I was in and out in two minutes. We actually played, me and his teacher played a little trick on him. Oh, y'all had a parent conference today? Yeah. Oh, so okay. he had been down to... No, he came in looking all sloppy, and his teacher was like, "What I tell you about them clothes? Fix them clothes." Oh, so he started that. tucking his shirt and fixing his tie. So and he bent down to tie his shoe. So I was mm-hmm. like, I got the teacher eye. I was like, "Watch this." So when he stood up. I was holding his report card, but he really couldn't see. He was looking at the back of it. Uh-huh. And I looked at him. I said, "What's up with this C in social studies?" Oh. <laughs> Girl, the look of fear came across his face. He started breathing short, looking all like he was ready to have an anxiety attack. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I said, relax. It's cool. He was like, oh. I said, you did real good. So this report card, me and his teacher just bust out laughing. She was like, gotcha. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. So we thought that was cute yeah, Just to shake it up But we had much to talk about oh, You know what I think to take his folder From out of his uh, book bag He got all his test papers And spelling oh, okay. tests And all that stuff back cool. So he continues to do uh, Pretty well More than school. pretty well And um, proud of him well. And he's Started his Little baseball season And He's been getting better every day, catching and hitting and Y'all. running around like a tumbleweed. He is like Mr. Baseball. Yeah, so now, now it's, I mean, you, the good part, he wants to play the baseball video game instead of wrestling. <laughs> and he's playing backyard baseball on his computer. computer and, and he's wanting to go outside. Side. Yeah, yes. That's a major. He like, Which is lovely. So being here is being nice. Yeah. You can do the baseball thing at your house too in that little yard. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. He wouldn't We've be been able to? No. No. Because the balls would go everywhere? Everywhere. And, and you oh. know, we got those tree trunks coming out the ground. <laughs> Around well, and break our ankle. Just in case, I mean, we can go up the street to the park. Yeah, that's true. If open field or in the back in the schoolyard, if we just wanna. Right. Well, just in case y'all aren't following, Puff and the King are still Junior King, are still here staying with me, and a long extended stay. <laughs> very welcome to stay. I love having them here, and so um, we become our own little alternative family. <laughs> I guess my neighbors are like, well, damn, I guess they just live there. <laughs> so, um, there's a, I live in an apartment complex, which has a courtyard in right in the middle. It's, you know, very pretty close to where my actual apartment is. So, it's, you know, ideal for Junior King to be out and kind of, yeah. you know, gives them more access to kind of run and do his thing and 
too bad like other kids don't come out so you can yeah, actually play somebody. with them. Like. Yeah, I, I went out with some yesterday and we batted and did some catching and. And I was out there today. I was out there about two minutes. Just, the temperature wasn't right for me today. It was nice. Yesterday, yeah, yesterday was my, I was just tired today. I was like, I can't work a whole day and then like run Come around and play baseball. Around. Yeah, that, that's a bit much. So he was cool with being out there and doing his own little thing. Yeah, and um, so yes, and then the big biggest part of the news around Junior King is that um, he was recently go ahead go ahead admitted into one of the best schools. Yes, in the city of, the of Philadelphia and actually across the country. Yep, it is a highly rated school that he's going to enter next school year in September kudos 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 so definitely glad about that he's finally going to be able to get a real challenge and you know they're going to sock it to him right where he is and I I believe he's going to slow down a bit what you mean slow down a bit you know he just does everything so fast and because everything it's going to be a challenge it's going to be a challenge like, yeah so which which it needs to be absolutely especially as he and like gets yeah but he might as well get used to reading and studying and i said all this 10 minutes at the table doing homework right i mean not saying you'll be there for hours but it's over dude <laughs> right, and having to do some real projects yeah real projects i was on that website they have so many clubs and tutoring sessions oh, and good. just all kinds of extra resources and so he has a lot to choose from that's great and i think we, we have to work out the transportation but you know it's, it's gonna be cr- and we're gonna figure it out i hope it don't be too overwhelming like he's going to a rural school a bigger <laughs> school transitioning oh help my baby <laughs> you know, even this little house school. He's not gonna have a self-contained classroom. I don't think so. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Maybe you know. Sometimes. Sometimes they say middle school, but he may be self-contained, like or the or the teacher may move. Right. Or I remember when I was in like fourth grade. He's going into fifth, but when I was in fourth grade, they started us transitioning in the afternoons. Mm. So in the morning we were stationary, but in the afternoon we switched to a few different classrooms. Yeah, we'll see. So I'm hoping that, but yeah. he's going to be in the same boat. What I like about it is it's all fifth graders, and they're all new students. Coming yeah, in. they're all new, so he's not going into a, so new, a new environment where, where everybody knows been each there. other. Right, that's so true. Everybody's going to be new. Absolutely, and be yep. It's all new. Whole kids new class. coming from self-contained classrooms all across the city. Yeah, and so that's that's a good point. I think that they'll be confused together. Uh-huh. Oops, we're supposed to go this way, and it'll become fast friends. And he's you know, probably gonna love it. He's gonna have a best friend by the end of the first week. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be like, Mom, I really like Dillard. Can Dillard come over? Who? I'm used to Shaquan and right. It's gonna be great. Exposed to different Ethnic, backgrounds yes. and cultures, and just real cool. Yes. So I, I'm so excited. Most is, most importantly. It's F R E E. I don't have to pay a tuition, and you know it's very difficult. This is a special entrance school, you, have to, you know, special admissions rather. And you know, I know people would kill to get in this piece, mm-hmm. but it just worked mm-hmm. out so great. Thank like this God. was his first, t- my first time applying. Yep. Like, yep. and it was my first choice because yep. I I chose like four magnet schools 
and one really good top-notch public school and I really wasn't banking on I just did I just thought he was going to automatically go on like a waiting list yes but it's unbelievable but them scores they looked at that boy's scores the score he got they got his third grade scores which were like which were almost the math was almost perfect again Mm -hmm. so you're right and his report card and I'm so proud of my baby so we're going to do it up even more we haven't officially celebrated when we go to Disney World yay got like two more weeks yes we're looking Um, forward to that happy spring y'all spring has has begun yeah we're gonna you know do some extra celebrating down in Florida for all his academic accomplishments and we're gonna have a a a hat or offering pan or something because you know we gotta do it early as soon as we get there you know when everybody still got that little loop Put some money in there. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so very proud of Junior King. All right, and somebody that already shout out the Happy Spring. Spring yep. has officially ri- yep. arrived. Yep. Yep. Oh, but I got one more intro story. Good old Betsy. Oh gosh. <laughs> y'all know y'all done heard some stories about my good old '98 Mr. B. and I just uh, just keep on putting life into it. <laughs> was well. Because it's like, look, with this financial crisis going on, it's not, I can't, I don't want a car note right now. I can't afford a car note. So, <sighs> I try to keep up on all these little minor things that always seem major when the beginning. But when it's all said and done, it's like, uh, it's over. Still got your good, still got a good transmission. Still yeah, got a good engine, it's like so minor stuff, right. Anything else is replaceable when you start right. getting into the replacing. I was talking about that at um, work. I was like, and when they start talking about some of the transmission or the engine, that's when it's going to mysteriously disappear or run off a cliff. Because <laughs> you know, I don't mess with that. That's the heart of the car. Mm-hmm. When that start going, deuces. Yeah, it's just too but much. um, yeah, you know, I had this infamous squeak that you know when you turn the car on, <laughs> it just it, it got quieter because I put Let some lube stuff I can, on it. Um, imitate it. Yeah, like a, a rusty belt or something. But mind you, I had gotten the alternator replaced, and was told I needed the, you know, the alternator belt. Went got the alternator belt, and ever since I got that alternator belt, it was never, it was never right. It continued this week. I, I took it back to them. They replaced the belt. The squeak quiet for the day. Next day, I mean, it, it, remember when it was real screechy? I mean, I used to be so embarrassed. Like, oh, this down is crazy. the block, around the corner. Like, I'd and be then, like, Junior King, your mom coming. And then, <laughs> and then it would stop. And then it, it was a, a period where it would only do it when I turned on my heat or my defrost. So you can imagine what that was like. And then sometimes it would be quiet. And then it got to the point where it just did this constant quiet. It was constant, Screeching. Y'all. It was constant. But you, it was quiet, but loud enough where you'd be like, here come Puff. You can still hear it. So, you know, riding to work, I'm chilling. Little, you know, I done hit 55, so it ain't squeaking no more. I'm on, on the highway. Get ready, maybe about a half mile from my exit. Notice my battery light and my brake light come on at the same time. So I'm like, yo, they... They, they the veins to the car like the battery and the brakes. Like brakes is hard, so I start tripping because I just had all you know got 
batteries i mean brakes done from front to back cylinders you know whole nine like rebuilding right. this car inside out minorly right right so you know i was cool i'm driving get ready to get off at my exit go to turn the steering wheel lo and behold it was so tight it wouldn't turn i was like oh my god so i instantly was like oh my god i need a power steering pump because i remember the people that put on the first belt when right. I took her back to them, because I'm like, it just won't stop squeaking. They was like, I'm sorry, you need a power steering pump. I was like, ain't nothing wrong with my power steering pump. But then when it did that, I was like, oh, dude, my knew he was talking about. So I instantly just thought it was the pump. But then when I looked in there, I looked under the hood, and was like, it's a belt missing. Coming home, was like, okay, I'm going to stop. It's an RNS Strauss need a job. I'm going to stop at the job. I don't know if I can make it home or not. Get to Arnett Strauss. Follow my first, you know, gut instinct. Stop. Get there, dude. Like, yeah, I. The part at Arnett Strauss, the, the um, belt was only six dollars, but by the time they got finished with tax and labor, it was like one ten or something crazy. I was like, all right, but go ahead and do it. You know, if it get me what I need. Right. You well, know, he was like, yeah, it's gonna be like an hour and a half. I was like, oh man, two hours. You know, they say an hour and a half. And it was like before somebody could look at it to see what's the belts. And I was like, all right. So I'm sitting there like in my mind, like you could coast home. Just go on and coast closer to your end. Get on the express. And she was not around the corner, y'all. Yeah, I was always like on the other side of the city. Got on the highway. I was good. I was like making sure I wasn't pushing it too hard. I was like staying between 40 and 45. I had my hazards on. Got right to, to my exit. All the lights in the dashboard got the blanket and can. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? Yes. Got on my exit. And the exit where I get off is like a little curve turn. Got right into that curve. Betsy said. <laughs> it just instantly just shut down. It wasn't like no coasting. It just stopped. And I was like, oh, this is the worst place to be. Because cars come flying off the exit. They do. All of a sudden, Bessie choked <coughs> and started back up on her own. And I was able to coast, you know, where I was at. Shoulder. To the shoulder of the road, kind of under the underpass. Call the good old pet boys. And then Puff going to send me a text. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is an uh-oh? <laughs> Man, you should update me all along. But I get this uh-oh. I'm like, oh, shit. Let me go see about my babes. <laughs> Yeah, so she called. She came to the rescue, and I was like, "Oh, you know." But yeah, I was like, "Yeah, when Cynthia here, she got triple A. You know, she's going to get told to the um pet boys. I don't let my her joy expire. So I'm sitting there like, "What am I on?" I'm start seeing this dollar signs now, and now I got a call. I'm thinking I got to call Joe Blow to come tell me to um pet boys. But I remember seeing on their website that they offered roadside assistance. So I called them. They was like, oh, yeah, we'll just add thirty nine ninety nine to the bill. I got excited again. Like, come on, send them out. Like, it's going to be about an hour. I'm like, all right. I sat there, turned my radio on. Sit went on and picked up Junior King from school. I turned the radio on. I had the baseball. Yes. I had my hazards on. The night time I was in the radio, I had the radio on. And it was like. W day, you know, I was going in and out, in and out. So I turned all that off. Then my hazards got real dim. I was like, Yeah, it was draining your battery. I was like, Right, yeah. 
So, but it wound up being your battery. Yeah, it was my battery. I needed a, I needed a new battery, and I just simply needed a belt. The belt. The squeak. Every since the belt fell off, the car hasn't squeaked. The, the steering wheel is quiet as ever. The steering wheel is nice and the way it's supposed to be. Because <laughs> it was a little tight, I would say, because it's like real loose with it. So, <laughs> so I was supposed to be there. Yeah, Betsy back up and running, and she my friend right now, and I f- overfilled her with gas and... You know, I'm gonna get her a little wash and I vacuumed them out, vacuumed her out. So I'm trying to Betsy show Betsy. Back on your list. Yeah, until the next repair. Cool. Right. But you know what? Betsy know when to break it. She always break a day before payday or something like that. <laughs> or I done picked up some extra hours. Uh, so you got it. Lisa yeah, got it. that's some the truth. Can't. Some people ain't even got it. So it could be much worse. That was that. I'm um, sorry I had to sit, share the Betsy story. That's alright. Michelle Shout speak. out to Jess and Yeah, Jess. Brett. What's up, Jess? What's up, Brett? And Brett, you were all psyched, psyched that we sh- shouted you out. So we just gonna shout, shout you, you out. Shout you out again, Brett. Brett, 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 Brett. Puff says, what's up, Brett? <laughs> Thanks for love. <laughs> and Jess, we got your email. You sent us an email kind of letting us know that you were, you know, uh, without internet. And we understand. Yes, <laughs> totally. Because we have I, my iPhone internet, and that's essentially it. But I keep on saying, I'm going to get me some damn internet. I'm trying not to have any additional bills, but I really want internet. And I almost feel no, like I, I need it. I didn't know um, at and I thought they were out of business for, like, local phone. Yeah, they have. But, yeah. Yeah, they have all that yeah, stuff. So, anyway, um, but just wanted to say thanks, Jess, for... Um, you know, sending us that email kind of with that update. Absolutely. Letting us know that, you know, nothing's happening with 19, but you got a 22. <laughs> I see you creeping up that ladder, girl. Next time, if 22 don't work out, it's going to be a 25. Y'all have dates at 2 a.m. Right, yo. There ain't no. no date. That's a booty call. Yeah. <laughs> I don't right. care what y'all say, night owls or not. <laughs> like my daddy used to say, nothing good, good <laughs> happening at 2 in the morning. <laughs> I also want to send a shout out to old school. She hit us up on a text message. Oh yeah, uh, what's other day. Just to say hi. How we doing? You know, amazing. What's up, old school? Hit, hit that back. You supposed to be um treating us to dinner or something? Yeah, she probably Some waiting drinks. for us to call. Oh, you know what? They move uh Raw Beauty's performance at um Warm Daddy's back till April. Oh, okay. April twentieth. Oh, okay. Or 21st or something like that. I said, it's cool. We, I still want to go. I would love to go. Love yeah. to go. Warm Daddy's is a local black-owned spot here in Philly that has some of the best soul food that um mm-hmm. And the cold bread. bread. Lord, Lord. Anyway. <laughs> so, we're going to keep on moving here because um, we're 20 minutes in. Yeah, it's almost past my bedtime. <laughs> Whatever bedtime. All right. So, let's hit this what if. Puff, you want to go on because my throat's itchy. I need some. I need. I need some of my Merlot. Yeah, look at that itchy throat drink Merlot. Um, yes. The what if from our uh, last podcast was um, what if your partner, wifey, significant other, serious girlfriend informs you that she's moving to to Japan for work. Without consulting you first, <clears throat> and basically gives you ultimatum like either you coming or you not. Like I ain't even thinking about staying, 
Right. If you want me, you come into Japan. Otherwise, deuces. Sayonara. So what? Deuces. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you do? Well, you want to answer? No, me? I want you to go first. <laughs> All right. Well, in our puff and sip style, I have not premeditated this response. I don't know what I'm going to say. Good. But I'll keep it brief. Um, If you come to me and you tell me that you're going to Japan, like, basically, are you coming? Is you coming? You know? (laughs) I would probably... um, Why I got to say, is you? (laughs) (laughs) I can say, are you coming? (laughs) No. Go ahead. (laughs) With the attitude, I meant not the grammatical incorrectness of it all. But anyway, um, are you coming, dearest? I would probably um, be a little shocked that you didn't consult me because normally in those work situations, you have a little bit of, um, you know, upfront time to discuss <laughs> something as major as like a move, like uh, across the world. So um, I would be a little. T- I would be taken aback by the fact that you didn't even have a discussion with me. I mean, granted, your outcome may have been the same that you were going, but to me, it's how you did it. It was like you didn't even give the appearance that you wanted to kind of pick my brain about it or discuss it with me or help me make the best decision for me, whether it was us or just me. So I would feel very left out of your decision making and I think because of that I would put a lot of weight in that and so mm-hmm. my inclination would be to say I'm not so sure like I'm not going to rush and make a decision right now um, and if I if I go it's going to be on my terms and if I feel like within my own career that's something that I can do you know I can make that move to Japan and start you know doing my career builder for Tokyo jobs (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um, it's not going to be no overnight thing I might even do a thing where like you go Mm -hmm. and I say like you know what let me see what I can do kind of thing and stretch it out a bit to see if perhaps I I follow you so to speak but um, just to up and go because you say you know jump and I'm supposed to say how high babes (laughs) I don't think that's happening I don't think that's happening Unless I'm at an impasse in my career and I'm looking to go back to school, if I'm looking to do some other things and you can support me going to University of Tokyo, you know, we could do some hookup like that, then I might be like, cool, I'll go and get my education on. Hmm. But anyway. Well, you kind of tapped into where my my mind was at. Um, First of all, you coming home with this kind of ultimatum either you going or not that ain't washing well with me right there because uh you're not gonna put me in a situation where really you still are in control it's like you either gonna do it this way or it ain't gonna be no way so i'm i'm you know as much as i love you the whole nine i'm gonna have to send you on your way you going to japan you know see what that's all about give me some time i may you know Reconsider and come at a later date. You know, after you kind of get things um, established, it depends on a whole lot of factors. What I got going on, you know, family. It's a whole lot that that will go into that. But you just coming home, this or this. Well, 
that's See, a bit much. You gotta, and we probably need to. We can do a whole topic around long distance relationships. Yeah, um, that would actually be a really good topic because I think we have different opinions about that as well. Um, because I personally think that long distance relationships can work, mm. especially when they have a timeline. Like if I'm going to be in school for two mm. years or four years, and we make commitments to visit one another, then I think it can work. And it, people do it all the time. Anyway, different sort of tangent, but. Another great what if And just to give you an update about my co-worker Just today we had a meeting That was basically planning for the organization's funeral After she leaves And it, you could see her holding back the tears <laughs> And they kept on saying like um, I call her um, Sandy um, Sandy you know No disrespect but you know, We're going to talk about once you're gone How we're going to like <laughs> Fill your shoes so to speak we're going to miss you and we love you dearly But uh yeah so after Sandy's gone Um yeah. Sip you're going to do that and, da, 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 da. and afterwards she was like Oh my gosh Sip she was like I hate this she said I feel like My whole world's upside down and I'm Sacrificing everything For my husband's job She was like and I've never had to sacrifice Anything mm. And they've been married like 15 years I hope she don't get resentful I think she is. She said, I keep on telling him, can we please stay? Can we please stay? And she was like, and I want to tell her so bad, honey, this two-year contract, you might not know when you coming back. <laughs> you might not come back in no two years. I'll be like, I'll tell you what, you go, we stay, and make sure you send the money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm like, so, yeah, interesting. All right. So before we hit our topic, we're going to do one other thing, and that is Puff's advice column. So <clears throat> here we go. Puff's advice column. Cut the shenanigans. Read the piece. <laughs> that was it. It was a quickie. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Puff is um, famous on Down E Link. <laughs> that wouldn't necessarily call it famous. I know. But um, she's gotten a lot of We're getting a lot of listeners I think Through mm. your postings That's yes. what I meant So we're famous dear on Danny Link So shout out to all our Danny Link listeners yes, Feel free to hit us up. up I know a lot of them are listening Because yeah. our numbers spike Dramatically Every time I send out yes. invites So thank and your, you And your tag on Danny Link is Lover of uh, Sisters No Low 1012 Low 1012 So hit up Low 1012's page you can also hit up my page on Danny Link Turtle Kiss, or you can also always email us at puffinsip at yahoo.com. So, anyway, um, a couple weeks ago, no, maybe a week ago, mm-hmm. um, Puff received this little advice piece. So, I'm going to read it. This is from a Downy Link member. Her name is G. Of course, you know, lesbian site or gay lesbian bi site. So, she's a lesbian sister. They've been together, she and her wifey now, for a long time. She said, what, 12 years they've been together? I believe so, yeah. Something like that. They've been together a long time. Um, and so she wanted Puff's advice about this particular issue that she and her wife here are now having. So. Yeah, and before, right before you go into um, reading uh-huh. it, um, like Sip said, this is on uh, downelink.com. And if you would like to um, give G some feedback because she's still looking for replies and some advice on hand, how to handle the situation that we're about to um, introduce you to. 
you could go on Downey Link and go once you log on um, on their home screen there is a thing called Misconnections go in Misconnections under March the 18th and her uh, topic is under um, I need to be restored or I'm looking for restoration one of the two and you'll be able to respond um, as well to G on this subject matter okay great alright so this is what G's issue is alright so I'm gonna read what she wrote and then Puff is going to give her advice um, alright if your wifey was chilling on the phone with a straight dude every day at least three to four times a day and they fucked like 17 years ago but now she says they are just friends would you believe her cause I didn't and I don't and yes I did call him and he bitched up and he didn't feel comfortable talking to me he sounded like Michael Jackson he 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 straight bitch <laughs> please help me with this because I'm about to take this shit to another level and they just might really be friends so hit me up okay um I did in fact um respond to G and I was this caught my eye because I in somewhat a similar situation not quite this much um I, I my advice was to G was number one when this happened um I had had recent reconnected or recontact with um like the guy my first real boyfriend like hadn't talked to him in years and we reconnected you know started um he started calling me like every day not three and four times a day though maybe once or once every other day something like that we you know gave swapped off email addresses and he was emailing and you know he there, there were some things at you know times where he would say little things and you know I quickly uh corrected him and let him know that I was in um a committed relationship and I didn't reveal that it was with a with a woman but I did let him know I was in a committed relationship and you know ain't nothing jumping off at all so you know he respected that but of course he still had the little jokes like you know if things don't work out me and you could hook up and it was just all fun and game but for whatever reason uh old sippy poo here this is back in I guess some of her still itchy snooping days um somehow I don't know if I left my email open or whatever and you know saw emails that it was on my phone. I remember. Right, I must have logged in on her phone. Puff and used to check. I mean, she still checks her email from my phone. So this was the previous phone I had. Right. She check. She would check her email, and if she doesn't log out, then when <coughs> I go back into that particular email server, I still am logged into her email. And it's interesting because now, like, even if you might accidentally forget to log out, I'll log out for you. Like the snooping itch is gone completely for me now yeah, but anyway you know to see nowhere you see a bunch of somebody but, on facebook let you look at me yeah but it's just i yeah. have no desire it's interesting so anyway so, but back then um, i was still curious right, so she had you know obviously read some emails back and forth and um actually confronted me and um 
recall it very clearly, was standing on the corner waiting for Julia King to come home on a school bus. Oh, really? Yeah, she kind of pulled up with her black beetle like a mad woman jumping out. You know, it was like, you know, what's going on? I'm like, what? You know, accused, really making just crazy accusations and it wasn't even the fact that she was accusing me I was like so pissed off the fact that it was a guy and like I'm like if you don't know anything else about me that was the least of your worries I mean I I was just like outdone that just pissed me I would forget the fact that she snooped the whole nine I was just pissed off because I was like after all these years you like I've never given point, you and my whole point was that it wasn't just any guy like it wasn't just some random guy that you had known briefly or befriended in the past or even currently but this was the guy that you call like the first love of your life yeah it wasn't life. my baby daddy none of that I'm just like but you know, it was to me. It was a real slap in the face. I was, right. I was very much insulted. But and I didn't see it that way at all. Yeah, she didn't see it that way. I mean, I, I recall like really snapping on the corner, like just be quiet, don't say nothing to me, type of thing. So you know, when I responded to G, I basically my advice was to, if I'm not, if I'm correct, she and her and the wife have been together like 12 years. That's a long time, and if up until this point. Your wifey hasn't given you any, you know, reason to believe that she would step out on you with a man. I mean, I think it's a little excessive for them to talk three and four times. Three to four times a day is a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's excessive. And it's a way to, you know, approach her without sounding like you're, you know, accusing or anything. As I stated in my um, written response, you know, you need to just proceed with caution. Just go to it like, like, yo, we need to talk. I just need some understanding, some clarity of you know your guys relationship as to why do you feel the need you guys feel the need to talk so much that bothers me right and, and just be very you know very open once again not coming to the table pointing the finger like why are you talking to dude and you know 17 years ago and all of that you know just to pretty much see where um where her head up now she's not going to respect your feelings in the process like if you come to her and say you know, I'm a little uncomfortable, not necessarily on your part, but perhaps on his. And it would just make me feel better. I'm not saying you have to, you know, cut all contact because she's a grown woman. And you don't, to me, you don't control anybody and their, you know, who they socialize with or whatever. But just let her know three to four is excessive and you know how I feel. And if she can't respect that, then it's, it's a problem. Right. I mean, a couple things kind of stand out to me about what she wrote. I mean, sometimes people talk a lot over a, a short period of time every day. Like, I know when my best friend, a couple years ago, her husband went away for a couple weeks. Remember, he mm-hmm. took some trip. And yeah. It was drama. And he was gone for like, I don't know, a week or two. And she called me. We talked like twice a day, every day that he was gone. But when he came back we went back to our little once a week check in kind of thing mm-hmm. so is how I would be curious to know how, how long, long has this three is. to four day been going on also if he's sounding like a straight bitch as you put it Michael Jackson maybe he's gay I mean possible. <laughs> it's possible that your wifey 
is helping him through, you know, issues around his sexuality. Right. I mean, just something that so, sometimes it, it we don't know the whole story. Right. Communication is vital until you sit down and talk to her. And like I said, not accusing and not even going in an accusing tone, just going for clarity and understanding. Then, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to say. They could very well just have reconnect, but all you know is. Oh, this is the dude she f seventeen years ago. I mean, all right, they knocked it. So what? You, and they you know could what? very well just be. Fr- I they mean, could friends. be good friends, really good and friends. I know yeah. an issue that I've had with Puff in the past, and, and issues of jealousy that I've experienced. Which this sounds, some of this could be termed as jealousy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it is, but anyway, has been because Puff has had these other friends that have. That she's only spent time with without wanting me to be involved at all. You know, so it's like she purposely used to want me to not be around while she's hanging with this person or that person. And it was really only one person in particular, but it drove me nuts because I was like, well, why is it okay for me to hang with you with all your other friends except this one particular person who you never want me to spend any time with? So I, so therefore, I never had a chance to develop any kind of rapport with her or friendship or anything and so it became the source of my imagination of you know well, what's going on that this one particular person has to get 100% of your undivided attention and everybody else is kind of free to oh yes yeah, come around no problem so maybe it's that your wifey if she's really just this legitimate friend with this person that the three of y'all can hang out you know, become yeah. friends. I mean, who knows? And, I'm just saying. And it and it very very well maybe I'm 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 pretty sure after so many years you guys are probably really close and you probably do share all of your friends and this could very well be an outlet for your wifey where you're not connected to it like it's every other avenue of life you're there and this could very well be somebody that totally she's separate. Very, and totally separate. That's you know, too. it's you know, it's a whole lot that goes in. But once again, you'll never know until you sit down and communicate. Right. And, and that's that's and don't that's, go on the offensive. Right. Just like go yo, to try with, to exactly. Go with the open mind, trying to understand, and might even might want to go into it, even though you're not looking at it as a light situation, kind of lightheartedly, and you know, to make her feel comfortable from the door, so it doesn't seem like you coming in with some foolishness. Because if you go in with foolishness, it's going to bite you in the butt. Right, right, right. So keep us posted, G. That sounds great that you, um, you know, kind of gave us that little bit of uh, whatever. Yep. Opportunity to pitch in. All right. Pitch in. Baseball reference. All right. <laughs> Topic mm-hmm. time. All right. So we're going to hit, again, this part two of forgiveness um, for, I'm sorry, part two of the relationship series, which is about forgiveness and reconciliation. Now, our part one was around what? Breaking up. It's hard breaking to do. Breaking up is so hard to do. So we talked about breaking up and all that kind of stuff. The lesbian breakup kit. We talked about <laughs> so this is the second part of it. So if you, the other side of it is if you've been screwed over or if you're for some reason unhappy or something has happened in the relationship and you're ready to roll um, you could be on the other side instead of rolling right, and leaving the relationship you decide to forgive um, I don't know about the forgetting part 
Um, and you, you don't can, forget. You decide to reconcile. I don't think you forget either. Forgive and forget is like bullshit to me. I don't think it's possible. Anyway, unless you bump your head and get amnesia. But anyway, um, most interesting part about this for me is there's a huge difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. And I didn't know this until I like read this topic, mm-hmm. researched this topic. So real quick, forgiveness is letting go of the resentment of someone who harmed you mm-hmm. okay letting go of the weight of the resentment i think was the full um definition now on the flip side reconciliation the definition of that is that you're making beyond just forgiving someone for something you're making a commitment um to the future to a relationship or a friendship so whereas forgiveness is sort of the past, letting go of something someone did to you in the past, a reconciliation is making an effort to something in the future. Did you realize mm. that? Mm-mm. Very interesting difference. Very, very interesting. So some of the things that it takes to forgive and reconcile and chime in, Puff, please. Maturity, huge, mm-hmm. being honest. Um, understanding that we're all human I I can't to me that resonates with me more than anything else and then also being a person of integrity but understanding that we're all human is the reason because I I know how to forgive (laughs) and I know how to reconcile Um, but I think it's because in the forefront of my mind I'm thinking like well shit I am not I'm not perfect and granted I might not have done what this person did to me but you know who am I to judge this person at the level where I can't forgive him or her for things that they've done you know so maybe there's a religious aspect to it too where I feel like you know I've mm-hmm. been forgiven you know so maybe I should turn and do the same thing for others what do you think about forgiveness um you know Forgiveness is a is a powerful tool and certainly easier said than done. Um I'm I'm too I'm a strong believer that if you don't forgive, like I believe you're just cutting your your life, your days short. And that's just my my personal um opinion. You know, the energy and the wasted time, the wasted emotion that you put into holding on and being mad and not forgiving. And it, it takes a lot out of you as yes. opposed to, and I'm not saying, you know, this is like your first line of defense. I'm going to forgive right from the door. Right. You know, you may need to go through that stretch of period where you angry and just let me be mad and I'm not ready to forgive. Right. But at some point. You have to, or as a person, you're only going to go but so far. Right. If you go anywhere at all. And I'm I'm a firm believer in what goes around comes around. You may not, you not forgiven. It's going to come opportunity where you need to be forgiven. Because as Sip said, nobody's perfect. And your mistake is just right around the corner. And here it come. So, you know, and that's not saying, you know, and that's touching on reconciliation, you know, that's a whole nother ball game. Um, I don't think the two go hand in hand. No. 
Not necessarily. Not necessarily, because <laughs> I could certainly forgive you and be done with it. Yep. To me, forgiving, like, it's the definition now, as you really think about it, it's a, it's a thing of a pet. You know what? I'm going to let the past go. I'm going to let it go. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm literally letting it go. I'm done. I'm, not, I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done with the situation. Yep. I'm totally moving on. Yep. And you're not a part of the picture. Reconciliation is so much harder. Yep. Because it's so much easier to say, you know what? The slate is clean, but guess what? I'm walking away. Yep. As yep. opposed yep. to, yes, the slate is clean. I have to stay here and work. Make this work. And still forgive. Yep. And yep. not forget. Yep. It's easy when you walk away. You kind of throw it, you know, in the back of your mind. And, you know, little things might happen in life that kind of, oh, I remember when. Mm-hmm. But reconciliation it is constantly in your face all day long like until you really get to a real point of forgiveness right you have to like almost recreate the Ex- relationship exactly and if right. you do you have to rebuild and yeah put in some extra components and all that but you know so i i actually question myself now with the forgiveness like were there times that i really forgave or did i just walk away and kind of push it to the back of my mind and right Look, I'm just ain't gonna have no more deals with this individual, right? As opposed to, you know what, I gotta deal with this head on because it's somebody I'm going, you know. See, see, it's it sounds like in your situation because, and I, I mean, I'm I'm thinking about the fact that we're so different when it comes to being friends with our exes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, in some of those situations, granted, we weren't wronged by all of our exes. Sometimes our we were right. we, we wronged our exes, but for me. Um, I don't befriend my exes at all, 100% of the time. Whereas Puff befriends 100% of her exes. <laughs> 90%. <laughs> I mean, just about everyone that she would have would want to have contact with or whatever um, she has. So anyway, that which is large majority. So I'm saying that to say that it sounds like you have been able to reconcile with those people. Of the, of that group, those that did you wrong, you've been able to at least be friends with them. Whereas for me, yeah. I'm I'm forgiving, but I'm like, peace. Yeah. I'm out. They are they are like out of my life. They're like X off the list. I don't go that extra step to reconcile with them. So I don't know if that's my loss, if that's you know shows a weakness in my character, or you know just what my I don't know. It's odd. Anyway, very different. So, are there any situations, and I'm sure there are a ton, when to forgive versus when not to forgive? Do you do you think there are any like hard and fast rules for you around when you would f- pretty much forgive? Um, but then there are some situations where you're like absolutely unforgivable situations. Um. I can any of course anything that would or anyone that um would um bring harm and I mean real harm to Junior King or anybody that I deem important to me I don't you know what I I don't I can't even say that I wouldn't forgive not to not forgiving, like I said, that's a that's a, a a bad state to be in. Right. But um, 
because that person or that situation kind of has power. It has over power you. exactly. It if has power over forget. you. It has power over my mom, my life. If I don't forget, like you said, I'm putting so much into not. That means it's it's constantly whatever this thing is eating at me every day, and instead of me working on trying to let go and trying to heal, all I'm doing is building a bigger, big a bigger, bigger wall of you know resentment, all these you know negative feelings. So you know, give me my time to not want to forgive, because I'm sure yep. that's a part of the process when you're dealing with you know the unforgivable. And um, and I've been in a situation actually, um, when I think back to some family things that um, just totally blew my mind that went on um, not too long ago, and I found myself in a position where you I had to forgive and really reconcile, and honestly, could say I was an honest um, forgiveness, and it wasn't no. You know, I'm going to hold this over your head. And, you know, when I see you, that's that's on my mind. Don't cautious. Don't get it twisted. But, um. Right. Well, when you reconcile, you really, you rebuild the relationship. Yeah, rebuild but, it. But it's so it's different than it was before. Right. Right. And I, I think when you get to reconciliation, I don't believe that you ever can recover the original state. Yeah. It may be better. Yep. In some instances, it can but be better, yep. but it's very different. I, I don't agree. think you will ever capture whatever that original state of the relationship was, no right. matter um, what that is my, my yep. belief. So, yep. no, I guess I I've been put in a position for forgiveness and um, reconciliation. I could also use um, Junior King's dad because it was a period where I ain't got no worries for you. Right. You ain't got no worries for me. Here, here go your boy. I'll come pick him up with Tom. And that was... You know the gist of it, but you know after a while of us both going through our whole, I guess being angry or whatever, you know we were able to reconcile and everything was was okay. Well, for the most part, everything is okay. Pisses <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me off at times, but well, yeah, but I mean overall, we all right exactly, but we're human, <laughs> so. But it's interesting that you talk about that because, I mean, I have always had more absolute things in my head like I'm being not being a mom, but, you know, having strong feelings for certain people. I've always felt that that would be an unforgivable if somebody did something to, and I would put Junior King in that category. I would put you in that category. My parents, you know, my immediate siblings, my nieces and nephews, huge. Um, if someone were to harm them, I would find it very difficult to forgive. Right. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm with you I there. Mean, because it takes to me, it takes divine. It takes God. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It and would not. We it would been, not. We haven't. Talked oh, let about me clear that. that up. It would not be an act. Like I was saying, like those special puff act. But um, yeah, that, that's not something I could do with my own it's strength and my own inspired. my own will. Especially like when I was saying, you know, if something. Yeah. Drastic or serious happen to Junior King or people that I deem important. Yeah. It yeah, like yeah, it's gonna take God and God Himself to work all that out. Cause I know me. Right, but I mean, when I think about relationships, because we're talking about the relationships, like romantic relationships. So we're not talking about families. Mm. You know, I, I'm 
I don't know. I mean, well, in a, in a relationship, well, that's a whole. I can forgive. I can but forgive recon- you, but but reconciling is hard. And with that, and it's well, with that, with relationship, I don't. I don't feel like. I guess it, it depends on what the thing is that You're have sure. us at that point right. and why I'm forgiving. Because to me, some stuff probably is. You know what? Yeah, I forgive you, but going. I ain't trying. To, I don't want to reconcile. Go on about your business. <laughs> And that's it because it's like, you know, certain standards have to be met in the relationship. And like, if you're not meeting those, I'm not going to give you all this. And no, I'm going to go, thank you, deuces. Somebody else is going to fill those shoes, those voids, or whatever. And I think it, I feel that way too because I felt so. I felt so many times in the past when relationships have failed that I've put so much work into them. Mm-hmm. And you know so much of my effort, my time, my love, whatever devotion, loyalty, blah blah blah, and then <laughs> shit gets effed up, and I wind up like getting hurt, getting betrayed, getting tossed aside, whatever. I'm like, well, I put all that in, like I'm tired now, like you don't right. wore me out. I'm done. I'm not. I don't want to put forth no more effort. Okay, I put forth a little more effort to forgive you, so I don't have you like over my head anymore, giving me giving giving you all this power. And you're even in your absence, but um, I don't. I, I, I get I get tired. I don't want to put any more effort into trying to rebuild, and then we can just be friends, and then we have to like, cause it's awkward when you try to right. befriend someone that you used to like sleep with and have sex. You know, it's just love and all that emotional stuff. It's, I, I, it's it's too much work for me. Maybe I'm a little lazy with it. I don't know. I don't know what I am. <laughs> I just don't have time. I really, or maybe I haven't found the person worth the, the the effort that I feel like is worth the the time to do it for. Sorry, I don't know. That might sound snobbish. Anyway, very interesting. Very interesting. All right, so we're kind of done with this topic. I think we've talked about the differences, and then we just wanted to kind of share a little bit about you know what we thought about each. You know, being forgiveness and reconciliation. So, y'all feel free to chime in. Give us your chime, ideas. Chime, chime. You know, I know some of our listeners have shared some, you know, yeah. personal issues related to your relationships and all that stuff you're going through. Um, so, you know, feel free to hit us up and we can keep you anonymous if yeah. you prefer or whatever. Use your yeah. whatever name. Yeah. <laughs> so. And. I think we're good. Mm-hmm. So we need to get a good topic next time. Something fun and light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you cold? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little chilly. I've been listening to our earlier podcast. I was listening to um, I Should Have Cheated Today. And I was listening to Sip's Movie Night, A Bad Idea. Oh, that was a weird episode. I got mad at you. I got annoyed with you. It was funny. <laughs> I was like, we were really like high strung. When we taped in the middle of the day, we're like, hi, how are you? <laughs> at night, we're like, this is sip. <laughs> <laughs> we be all chilled out. Anyway, it's funny. So, keep listening, people. Absolutely. Um... We'll hit you up with something fun soon. A couple, soon. maybe over the weekend, maybe. Soon. Yeah, soon. we'll have a baseball game update. Oh my gosh, Junior King has, has his first scrimmage. scrimmage on Friday. He gonna do good. 
He will hit the ball and make a catch. Three inning game. Thank God. <laughs> what the hell are they going to do in three innings? Hit the ball and go home. Shit. <laughs> let, let me tell y'all, we've been going out there. With a, Somebody got me on this vigorous schedule. I can't. I don't even got time to sit down. For Junior three. King has baseball on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I just have an attitude clean up till Friday. Like, we just pissed off. Plus, we do laundry on Thursday, so we really I hate my we, week. We Monday, really and now she got me tied down to a podcast. <sighs> podcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, baseball, Thursday, laundry, Friday, baseball. Saturday, she can't sit still. Sunday, groceries. Do y'all hear? Y'all ain't heard me talk about. Video games are nothing lately, have you? <laughs> oh, wait, you know. did you share your big announcement? Oh, no. Oh, wait, real quick. <laughs> An intro item we forgot to share. Go ahead, Puff. And then we're going to be out. <laughs> All right, the big old topic for the day. I came out to my sister. Dun, 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 dun. It was no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> she said she already knew. She was just waiting for me to say something to her. She must have known for years. And she still loved me the same. <laughs> All this. But what was weird was. By way of text. <laughs> so when we talk about. When we urge y'all or encourage y'all to come out. <laughs> if you gotta do it by text message, go for it. I was like. But what I wanted to know was, um, I know you. I know you told me like what prompted you to kind of just, you know, tell her sort of who I was. Because I think the issue that her sister had was that, you know, Puff made some statements that were kind of things that you would normally share with just family around. Yeah. So as not to kind of air dirty laundry, so to speak. And I was sitting there with an earshot and heard what Puff said to her family members. And then when it got back to her sister, her sister kind of called her on it and said, Well, you know, my daughter said that you were saying all this stuff in front of Sip. So then what did you say in your so text? So I was like, yeah, you know, the, what's this episode about the family, the family ties that bind yeah. together? Listen to that one because that's still going on. <laughs> That was about two months ago, wasn't it? Lord Jesus, we're going to get through anyway, it. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, I stopped home, phone bill out of control. So I had already told my niece that, you know, you need to get off the telephone because, once again, I don't use my home phone. It's just for internet and emergency use only. So I didn't have, I don't have any type of plan. I pay for local, I pay for everything, local calls, long distance. Right. And I think the first time you told them that, they didn't quite get it. Oh, excuse me. They got it. Okay. Don't, don't, please. Are you sure? I, I'm, I'm absolutely positive. Okay. All right. And, um, yeah, so I told her, I was like, yo, you know, I pay for every call. So she just shooting the reason. But the crazy part, every time I call home, my line is busy. Right. And that irritates the crap out of me. Like, even if it was emergency, nobody could get through. It's just ridiculous. Because it's always busy. over there. Yeah, so... She you know she just shooting the breeze, and I'm like, yo, I paid for every call. I said it to her twice, like, yo, you gotta get off the phone. Right. Now she's talking to my aunt, and I'm like, I don't know. She placed the call. 
Cause I don't even remember hearing the phone ring at that point. Like that she, the phone rang. I know the phone rang, but she answered, and it was it was her brother. Uh, and she hung back up, and then it rang again. Uh, she answered it. It was somebody that had texted her on the phone. Uh, and then I ain't hear the phone ring no more. And I go back there. She talking to my aunt that lives over in Jersey. That's long distance. Right. So I was like, "Yo, get off the phone. I pay for every call." Right. So she goes to her mom. So I was my mom snapped on her in front of. <laughs> Um, sip and I was showing off. I'm like, first of all, do the winch. I'm a grown woman. I ain't got to show off for nobody. Third, How old is she now? She's what, 15. She's that age, but she. Got and I'm like, so you know, anyway. yeah. My sister Basie texted me was like, yeah, right. The, told me that you know you snapped on. So I texted her back, yeah, because my sister was coming off like you know just sit with this random stranger and I, you know, them put out some family business, right. I'm like, Negro, please. So I went back at it and was like, um, first of all, ain't nobody I have a reason to show off. I'm grown. Ain't no showing off going <laughs> on. Then I was like, you know, rather you, you, y'all was thinking that I was showing off or whatever. Let me explain her position. Because she's just not somebody ran. I was like, she's very important to me. And, oh, yeah, you know what? Let me just put this out there. You could take it for face value or whatever. I'm gay. And that's why I tell him everything. And this is so she she ain't text back or nothing. It was like towards the end of my work day and yeah, I and I hadn't you know, heard anything from her. I text Puffy Poo midday, whatever time it was, and I was like, Hey sexy lady, what you doing? He was like, oh, I'm chilling, I'm cool. I just came out to my sister. I'm like, wow, okay. You know, like, okay, big deal. <laughs> Damn, uh, what happened? You know, oh, you only do so much in a text message, you know. But, um, so anyway, that's when it happened. So I was like, okay, so what did she say? How did she respond? And when I got that, I thought you said, did she respond? That's why I was like, no. No, I was like, well, how did she respond? Because I was like, did she, like, what did she say? Did she say she, like, you know, what did she say? You say, I'm, I'm gay, what does this person say back? That kind of, and Puff's response was, um, this is all by text, <laughs> was um, she didn't respond at all. You were like, it is what it is. I'm like, love you. <laughs> <laughs> sluts tonight I mean I didn't say that but you know you just don't know like okay why didn't her sister respond but like to me hello she's got to know like she must have known so it just that wasn't that wasn't you know and that wasn't like abnormal because she does it all the time especially if she's at work so I'm like I'm thinking she, she kind of can she can she, she texts us text right. back and forth constantly so she puts it up yeah it wasn't a, and response and I was I wasn't a bit more <laughs> worried uh, and I just went on then she finally texted back and was like yeah well I knew I've been like basically I've been knew that <laughs> I was just I couldn't say nothing to you because you hadn't said nothing to me that's what she said uh-huh. and she was like that don't matter to me I still love you yeah, we are moving. <laughs> Warm fuzzies between the sisters. So I guess that means I need to come out to my sister too. She probably be like, "Shit, I know." That's <laughs> what <laughs> so everybody going. Like y'all stupid, both of y'all. <laughs> I think I'm like, it's a big ass secret. Anyway. 
So it's so not. But anyway, that's Puffy Boo's big announcement. I'm glad so we didn't I, forget. I'm getting there. One by one, Cocker in the Nation. <laughs> and your mom gonna say the same thing. She like shut up. We know. Keep saying my name. Getting tired. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we're Audi. Audi five thousand. Audi 5000. Was it Audi 2000? Oh, I don't know. I don't know I what you're know. talking about. Well, I'm going to go on into the bathroom <laughs> and smell all the candles and see what's going on up in there. Yo, I like that candle. All right, we got to get some more candles up in here. Which candle? That big that green, green one? one. That one sounds off all the time. Yeah, it's a good Even one. when it's little, too. It's a good one. That's yeah. why. The cheap ones don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get the, the real I expensive the ones, ones work well. Anyway. Yeah. On that note, so I'm gonna go spray. I'm gonna the make a pit run to the Yankee Candles. Still open? Sigh. <laughs> it's all. It's you. And I figure, in terms of a song, um, we could play "Resentment." I think that would work well for this topic. <laughs> now there's Beyonce's version. Oh, and there's and there's Jasmine Sullivan. You must not know the song I'm talking about. Oh, you singing oh, like wait a gospel a minute. song? No, I was singing Beyonce. Oh, which Jasmine Sullivan? It's the same one. She do Jasmine Sullivan. Don't do Beyonce's. Okay. Please don't. What you got against Beyonce? I don't know, like that whiny song when she do it. Oh, well, Jasmine kind of whine with it too. Nah, anyway, but Jasmine, I like Jasmine. Like Jasmine. All right, so we're gonna hit you up with a little Jasmine. Um, I was gonna say Jasmine guy. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan resentment. Jasmine guy, ooh, she looked crazy now. <laughs> Remember her on Different World? That was a mess. All right, we're out. They should have a different world for you. Ah, oh, they should just show the damn show like on TBS instead of that damn I House of Pain. I thought they do. Or on regular TV. Well, regular, regular TV. Because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got cable. <laughs> we the bad news bears for the kid for Junior K. Yeah. When they gotta go back? Out. Not till Thursday. Uh-huh. So, all right. Deuces. Holla, bitches. Yeah. I wish I could believe you. Then I'd be alright. But now everything you told me really don't apply to the way I feel inside. Loving you was easy once upon a time, but now my suspicions of you have multiplied. Oh yeah, and it's all because you lied and I may never understand why I'm doing the best that I can but I just can't seem to get over the way it hurt me don't know why you gave another who didn't mean a thing the very thing to me, I thought I could forgive you, and I know you change, as much as I want to trust you, I know it ain't the same, as before, 
Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.